Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. He said, Hello. All right. <laughs> oh, we'll work on that. It's all right. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman. Welcome to Up Next every Thursday here on postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you Android people. You're an Android, right? Yeah. I use Podcast Addict. Podcast Addict. Yeah. All right. So are we on there? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, Android people, go there. Um, we review NXT every week, and then we talk about it. Um, what is up, David? How are you? You look a little hungover. We're doing this in person. You're very hungover. Yeah, yeah. It was... David went on a date last night. Oh, um, yeah. Well, I. it was the... There were lots of big games yesterday. Yes, here in, in Toronto. Toronto has had a, a really crazy week. Not to say your date wasn't important, but, um, you know, like, a lot of terrible things uh, happened this week with, uh, you know, I'm sure people have read the news or saw some things. And then uh, the Leafs won a game uh, the day it happened, yeah. that terrible tragedy here. And then the Leafs last night lost. Yeah, it was game seven yesterday against Boston and we lost. So we're out of the running for that. But uh, the Raptors won. So Do you watch basketball? Yeah, no, not so much as you because you're, no, you're hood, aren't you? No, I don't watch, I don't watch <laughs> sports really. I watch yeah. fake sports. Um no, yeah, they won the basketball, so that was good. And then TFC got uh, lost in the final in penalties, which is the worst way to you call lose it football, though. Of football, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Toronto, uh, Toronto strong. Uh, thanks for everyone who's uh, messaged or reached out. Um, uh, we are safe here. I mean, only uh, like I think eight people, ten people now ten died, people died. Uh, from yeah. a stupid idiot. Um, the world needs more love. And that's why we're here, to talk about wrestling. Um, so, what, let's see. Let's check my uh, my notes here, what we should talk about. And it's something that we said we would do last week, and we actually did it. We went on a little... Uh, you, you've been in Canada for two years. 
Yeah, it was my anniversary on Tuesday. So, so to celebrate, we went and watched Rampage, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and and a giant gorilla, giant gorillas, giant uh, crocodiles or lizards, yeah. or um, and giant wolves. Mm. Um, what did you think of this movie? Because we we quite enjoyed it. I loved it. It was <laughs> <laughs> just like mindless fun, and The Rock is just so good. I haven't seen too many rock movies. No, we, neither have I. I don't think I don't think I've seen that many. I watched Baywatch because it was on Netflix, and it was just it was just okay. I didn't mind it, but I I really can't name other rock movies I've really seen. Uh, I kind of skip them all the time. But I used to play the video game Rampage N sixty four arcade, and I remember playing. So I had to see this movie. It doesn't really tie in with the video game. There's lots of Easter eggs with the video game, but other than that, it's just the Rock blowing shit up. Yeah, it was just him shooting the place up. Uh, well, and monsters and giant gorillas and fighting. Um, I don't know. We got pretty lit, and then we watched this movie. And we were <laughs> shouting at the theater and laughing at all the. Oh, yeah, I was getting really into it. Like, <laughs> I I think gorillas are my favorite animal as well. Okay, like, like um, like big scary silverbacks or like what? Just they're so like, they've got gentle souls. Um, when I was at drama school, we did a whole like unit on animals. Okay, so um. And I studied a, a gorilla called Zaire. Zaire. Yeah, and um, she, uh, the big silverback uh, at the zoo, Bobby, died a few months before. So Zaire was kind of going through depression when I was studying her. That's very sad. Um, but she loved handbags. Like purses. Well, yeah. So she had her own one and she'd like walk around her place like collecting bananas and stuff and putting it in a her purse and then right. sit down and empty it out and eat them and would like come up to the glass when like a lady was there and would be like staring and they'd be like well, what's she doing and so she loves your handbag and she'll like point at the bag and smile wow so like, wait the monkey uh, sorry the gorilla yeah the gorilla loves people gr- women's purses yeah would, would she steal people's purses no she just collected them it's just like does she have like she's Gucci like, nice or, purse. like yeah she's like does she rock like expensive Stuff? Does uh, she know the difference between like a Prada? I'm not sure. Hers was probably Primark, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it was a good film scene because I love The Rock and I love Gorillas. So Apparently, though, fun. we missed the Easter egg of him doing the, the people's elbow. Yeah, I wish I knew that beforehand. Yeah, I, I knew of it, but I was looking. I, I looked out. I couldn't. I couldn't see it. But there's a few Easter eggs that tie in with the video game, like how uh, George is it George the monkey? George. Yeah, he like. Eats, eats a woman in a red dress in a funny way because in the game you would always find a woman with a red dress and that's how you would kill oh, her you would okay. lift her up and eat her like he right. does in the, in the in the movie it was kind of a plot hole because they don't eat anyone except that one scene I think but well oh spoilers yeah, yeah. sorry yeah, well, also a UFC fighter uh, or ex fighter I guess Uriah Faber is somehow in this movie as like a marine soldier for like a little while it was very interesting and everything about this movie is exactly like going into this. I knew it wasn't going to be Citizen Kane or uh, an Oscar-winning movie, but The Rock is really funny. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's it. it always made me giggle because the gorilla was called George, and there's a regular at the bar. We yes, work at this is true. Who just every week doesn't know my name. So I'll be working and I'll he be serving someone else and then I hear, George! 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 I've seen this, it's true. And after a while yelling George, he'll start yelling, Steve! <laughs> Steve! Um, so right at the beginning when Rock is like, George, George, George! 
I was like, <laughs> feel like I'm at work. Um, the, that guy doesn't call me George. He calls me Brandon. Brandon. Because yeah. someone told him my name was Brandon. So <laughs> I get that every day. He'll start calling you Jemima or something. He'll think like, of yeah. clever names. Um, I'll just tell him my name is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> and that's how he'll have to order drinks. Uh, well, we chose to see Rampage over uh, that movie Blockers with John Cena. I still wanted to see that because everyone keeps telling me it's funny. But yeah. who do you think is a better actor, The Rock or John Cena? Rock. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Um, and then I really want... I might see Infinity War tonight. Oh. Um, I think the first showing is at like 11 tonight, so... Should I call him to work and we can go see it? <laughs> People listen to this. <laughs> Damn it. Forgot about that. Uh, well, we saw Black Panther like a few months back, and that was really good. And this one looks really interesting as well. But I feel like someone has to die. Yeah. Someone's got to die. Rhodey should have died in the, in the last... Uh, in Civil War. I or civil unrest, as my friend calls it. Yeah, like, there, there wasn't no much. Casualties. Yeah, there was no no uh, one died. In there. Um, Tony Stark and Tony Stark means like, <laughs> you hate Iron I Man. I hate Iron Man. Man. He just reminds you of those dicks at school who were like just rich and rich privileged. and privileged and smarmy and still got the girls. And I'm like Captain Friendzone over here. Like, <laughs> you don't need to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think I like uh, I like Captain America in these movies. I'm I'm kind of done with superhero movies, but I really think this movie looks good. So mm. I say that every time, and then I go and love it. So All right, I'm fair. I'm in. Like, okay. Well, then we'll go watch that prediction. Who's who's dying? Oh, Tony Stark. I think Tony die. Yeah. Cool. What do you? Why you think the same thing? Yeah. Ah, no. I think Cap will die. How dare you? I say think Cap's. That. No, I like Cap. Cap's gonna die, and Bucky will be the new. Ugh. Or Falcon. I don't like. I don't mind Bucky, but girls love Bucky. Every time someone a girl brings up Captain America, they talk about Bucky. What's his name? The Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, the one-armed guy. Mm. Right. All right. Well, predictions there. Tony yep. Stark dies. I think. I don't know. That's what I, just makes sense. Even though they signed on for a new movie, but that want a better shot of Honey Jack on it. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we make a bet last week or something? Didn't we make a bet? Maybe not on the show, but definitely. Owed me a shot. I don't remember. Uh, we do that too nice. often. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we we can talk about this week's episode of NXT because it was kind of like Rampage, where there was just monsters fighting and people doing ridiculous things. Um, so let's get into that. Yeah. Oh, you never told me how your date went. <laughs> good or bad? It's good. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by how hungover you are this morning. Um, NXT starts off with Mauro Ronaldo making a Wiz Khalifa reference, saying that NXT is black and yellow, black and yellow. You know what it is. Um, so, thanks, Mauro. Um, the Undisputed Era make their entrance and they are on the ramp and this is where they bring out their newest member, the Turncoat. The man who who turned on his friend and new ally, Pete Dunne, Roderick Strong. Uh, they all come out here. Um, I have a serious, serious question for you. Name... No, that's not, let me word this properly. What in this world is better 
than watching Kyle O'Reilly do an air guitar on the Because <laughs> I don't think there's anything better. It's actually my first note I made is just Kyle's facial expressions. <laughs> like, just rewatch the segment, like, mute it, and just watch Kyle O'Reilly. He's so funny. Someone needs to get a, a highlight package of all the weird facial yeah. reactions Kyle O'Reilly keeps <laughs> making. Because he used to be the one that kind of wasn't... The, was dull. Yeah, like, and yeah. now he's, he's the most out of just, all of them. Like, I kind of didn't want him to speak. I know they all had a turn yeah, of speaking, yeah. but just because he was... Just the faces he was pulling throughout his He's kind of like Sami so Zayn. All of a sudden, Sami Zayn turns True. heel and he yeah. has his character now. Yeah. And it works so much. Like, Sami Zayn heel. Sami Zayn heel is a character I never knew I thought I'd want to see. And now, every time I watch him on, on Monday Night's Raw or whatever, I've been seeing him on. He's 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 been f- so funny and great. I can see why people would hate him. And maybe in real life, if that's in a real extension of yourself, the best characters are. So, And I don't mind seeing them get beaten up. Like, yeah, yeah. a lot of the time, I'm not when you have a, like, a decent wrestler as a bad guy and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you don't get to see their full potential, whereas I just... It works because they're so annoying. I feel like Sami Zayn's character is, like, the most annoying. I feel like Kyle Riley character here is, is something very similar yeah. where he's just coming out, playing air guitar on the title, just walking around, being a dick. Like, this is great. Um, Adam Cole grabs the stick. He says, name... Uh, no, he says, uh, you put us in a corner... And this is what we do. Look at all this gold. Bobby Fish says, We were thrown to the wolves at war games. And at New Orleans, we were told that we had to survive. And look, we did just that. And now we are dripping in gold. Roderick Strong takes the microphone finally and says, Everyone wants to know, why, Roddy, why? Well, I'm here to pat myself on the back. Actually, no, that's why you guys are here. And all the rest of them pat him on the back. He says that he made the best decision for his career at New Orleans. He goes, if if he and Pete Dunne were to, to, to try to win, that Pete would have turned on him anyways. Is that because he's British? Yeah. Do you, do you all turn on, each, turn other? on each other? Yeah, right? I yeah. thought so. Uh, he says that it's always been Roddy versus the world, but now we can fight together and take over NXT. See what he did there? Kyle O'Reilly finally grabs the microphone, the one we've been waiting for the most. He says... We're done being back into a corner. This is the era of undisputed times. They are a changing and you will be left in the dust. And then this is where Adam Cole says that he has his first title defense here against Oni Lorcan and that he doesn't need the help of these guys. So he sends all his friends to the back because he goes, guys, it's Oni Lorcan. I don't need help, but we are here to shock the system. So he sends undisputed era to the back as Oni Lorcan makes his way down to the ring for a North American Championship. The first defense here, Adam Cole and Oni Lorcan. What did you think of uh, Undisputed Era talking? What was the- I really liked it. I think that yeah. they finally come into their own and Definitely. they feel like a threatening force. Um, they're way better when they're, as as I was mentioning, that Kyle O'Reilly dancing and singing is really great. But when they're serious, they're better, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they all sounded good on the mic. Like, I didn't really think there was a, a weakness there. And I think Roddy definitely helps the group. Oh, yeah. It looks it looks more formidable now. Do, do Does Roddy still mention that he has a kid now? Because he didn't mention that. He didn't say, like, hey, I got to provide for... Because now it makes more sense. <laughs> hey, I wanted to be a champion so I could buy my kid the more expensive diapers. So that's why I did what I did. But they don't mention it at all, no, which is fine, too. He's not a dad anymore. <laughs> 
his kid and wife are no longer mentioned here because he's a bad guy. Yeah. And bad guys don't have wives and families no. and kids. Too busy being bad. Uh, yeah. I do feel they... I think I said this before. They need a new t-shirt. Like, yeah. it's got CFO on it and it just feels weird seeing Roddy in the group. Cause, it, yeah, on. yeah. And also it's like... Um, I hate shirts that are just the logo. Like, just that like weird... I don't know. I'm sure they can have a better shirt, but it's cool. Are, are, do they sell those armbands that they have? I think so, yeah. Gotta, how did you not buy me one of those when at, you were at TakeOver? I was too busy oh. buying elbow pads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, AJ elbow pads. AJ gloves. You bought me an Oscar mask, but it's still at your, uh, your place. Yeah, you won't take it. Because every time we, we end up with... You're like, oh, I'm not going out wearing that. <laughs> Am I supposed to wear it to karaoke? Yeah, That's a stupid question. I guess oh, I should. <laughs> t- tell them about... Uh, we went to karaoke the other day, and we thought we'd try out uh, a different place right for it oh and yeah that was strange. weirdest karaoke i've been to we did a karaoke event and it there every time you sang you had to spin like a wheel of fortune after and it was like you can win a free shot you can say it's a one says loser sit down uh but some of them was like uh prizes yeah so then there was a the DJ would play sound effects and drops like bah, 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 and like weird things into the song in the weirdest places. So like, there's songs. a guy singing "Always" by Bon Jovi, and it's like "I will love you, baby." Chaka, chaka, yeah, chaka. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> it was really strange. But then some guy went up and sang like I, I don't know. Some maybe it was that song, and then he spun the wheel. And it was like, you win a prize, reach into the surprise bag. And like the host has this giant garbage bag full of like Christmas wrapped gifts almost essentially. And one of them was a vibrator. (laughs) And then we were like, where are we? Why are we here? And then you went up and sang and you spun the wheel. And what did you want? I won Canadian bacon, which (laughs) you won. Like it's like the ready crisp. Yeah. Not actual, not like Canadian bacon, not like female bacon, but like a box of like, ready to cook bait like what a weird and then somehow i ended up with these white panties that said like don't be salty or something yeah i don't, I don't know <laughs> I don't know. no karaoke gremlin sightings but um i will keep you update on that gremlin watch 2018 we're on the the prowl those are for the old school what's next listeners um okay so adam cole versus oni lorkin north american championship Oni rules is what the full sale crowd here is chanting because of um, if you follow Oni on Twitter, he's been doing this thing where he's been getting other photos of other wrestlers and T-shirts that photoshopped them wearing a shirt that says Oni rules because he claims that everyone thinks Oni rules. Um, he does rule. Uh, this was a fun match. We start off here. Uh, Oni locks in an abdominal stretch because this was filmed right after. Uh, the takeover um, show, so they're still playing up that Adam Cole is injured here from working two matches. So Oni is obviously attacking the injured ribs of the champion Adam Cole. Uh, Cole keeps doing his heel tactic where he's outside the ring, gets the ten count, but right at nine rolls back in, rolls back out, being a little uh, chicken shit heel, wasting time. Uh, somehow he manages to hit an enziguri on Oni. Um, he gets back in. Um, Morrow says that Adam Cole is slimier than John Cena at the Nickelodeon Kids Awards or something like that, uh, which is probably true. Um, there's the Ushi Goroshi by Adam Cole, only a two count. Um, this is where Oni tr- tries to fight back. We get a running uppercut, blockbuster, two counts, uppercuts, uppercuts, pump kicks, cyclone kicks, whatever you want to call them. Both these guys are crazy. Um, this is where Undisputed Era comes down to the ring. 
with a trainer and they're check they're asking the trainer and the referee to check on Adam because his ribs are hurting. So as the, everyone's looking at Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly on the other side of the ring back suplexes Oni Lorcan onto the apron, rolls him back in, and this allows Adam Cole to hit his last shot to the back of the head to Oni Lorcan and pins him to retain his championship. Is the last shot just a Kinshasa, Kinshasa. from the back? Pretty the much, head, yeah. Right? That's what it looked like. Okay. And we've seen Nakamura hit it from, from the back of the head. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, even back in New Japan. Too many it. people have, like, kicks and knees but right now. I, I, it does look dangerous. It is, yeah. It's, there's just so many people doing it. Yeah. Um, what? Well, it's fine. I, what was, I like the Ushiguroshi, but a lot of people are doing that now, too. AJ does it as a move. Um, Dillinger used to do it. Yeah, he's yeah. He changed it because AJ does it. Um... Uh, yeah, what was that? What did Adam Cole use in the Indies? I'm trying to remember now. He used some sort of. Well, he's been doing like a shining wizard before, but this is yeah. different. Yeah, this one was this one this one was definitely a Kinshasa to the back of the head. Yeah, it still looks cool. Like like you said, I agree. Everyone has like knees and crazy strikes, but I guess that's wrestling and strong style kind mm. of thing. I don't mind it. It's cool. He kill like he, he kills him. Um, he pins him, he wins, and then as soon as the celebration in the ring, Undisputed Era rolls in and they start to 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 release the wolves on Oni Lorcan here. They start beating him up. And this is where his partner, Danny Birch, slides into the ring, starts headbutting all of these guys, but then runs into a huge super kick by Adam Cole. Kyle O'Reilly hits a million different strikes and sweeps and kills him. Roddy high knees Oni and they stand tall above both these guys. Um, what do you think happens? Because next week it is announced that we will see Roderick Strong versus Pete Dunne. Oh boy, what's going to happen? I I think we're going to see something very similar. Um, beat down on Pete, and then we get our boys friends. come out. Yeah. Our boys, our boys, your boys. <laughs> British strong style, per- perhaps. Um, I don't read ahead, but storyline-wise, that makes complete sense to me, if you ask me. Um, yeah, I would I would like to see, very much so, British Strong Style versus Undisputed Era in some sort of match. Any, any Maybe a takeover, maybe the TV program. But Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan can be the TV kind of thing. Because Birch is... Oni's not uh, British or no, from the, uh, no, no. across the pond there, but I know Danny Birch is. Yeah. Fish isn't wrestling, so you can't add those guys to make it four no. in British Strong Style. You just need a three-on-three. Three. Yeah. So Oni and Birch kind of just get tossed out here. I, I really like both Oni and Birch. But oh, me I too. Think I can't see them going above this. I don't know. And, where do you go? And like, it's like, when Oni came out, I was looking at him and was just thinking of Gilberg. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he just doesn't... He's such a good wrestler. He's though. so good. He's, I feel like he's very similar to Cesaro. I, yes, he's small. He's Cesaro light. He's smaller. He is faster just, though. Yeah, and I I can't see them going above just being really good enhancement talent. Maybe two hundred five left. Is he two hundred five? He's I probably like he's one. He's a buck something. True. Soaking wet. Uh, he he's a smaller guy, but every time he has matches here on NXT, and I watch them. He, he had, like this was this was a fine little match here. Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe him and uh, Birch go up as a team on two hundred five. They do the cruiserweight tag team titles or something. True. Yeah. There's there's got to be something for him because I, I remember him in uh, he was a regular here at Smash Wrestling. Um, Oni Lorcan or um, I'm trying to remember what it is Biff Biff Busey. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's good. I just, uh, I don't know where you go from here. Like It's both, they're just very, they look like when you first start create a wrestler in the WWE games, <laughs> where has- you've just got black pants, bald head, generic white. Damn, it's- that sounds like me, because I have like a bald head, right? I like, <laughs> shave my head, and then I have a facial hair. But you've got the last Sullivan beard. So. Yeah, true. I, I, yeah, I guess. And you're wearing a pink hoodie. Right, right now it's, I am. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not a Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would like to see these guys kind of do something. I, I, maybe be a tag team, stay a tag team here in NXT for a little bit and have more cool matches because it was pretty cool. But they got destroyed by Undisputed Era who stand tall and they needed this. They needed to look a little bit more stronger. I, I, I like when they're funny and goofy but it, it makes more sense to me when you're actually beating people up it makes way more sense uh we get a Shayna baszler vignette um it's showing that she's scary and loves to uh bully all the other female talent here in nxt we get a recap of last week uh candace versus selena they basically played the whole match in this yeah. vignette because it was very short candace versus bel-air next week um that's going to be the EST of NXT, is what Bianca Belair is calling herself. So, I don't know what EST means. I'm sure you do. I'm going to tell you, I, I was like, EST? I, like, I don't, I don't know. I thought you knew these no, things. No, they told us what it meant. Oh, did they? They went, she's EST of NXT because she's the strongest, toughest, fastest... So EST used at the end of all those words, EST, like fastest, oh, strongest. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Right. <laughs> That's a weird one. But the back of her jacket says EST and like they're really pushing that. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about I that? I still don't get it. Um, but she's cool. I, yeah. I saw her at um, Access against uh, my love. Ky- Kyrie Zane? Kyrie, yeah. Oh. She's, she's good. I like her. Like I worry, her hair's so long. Like I it's got to be a weave, though. Like it's got to be a, a, like a yeah. fake. Uh... But it's just I worry about her tripping over it. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's good. And I said I haven't seen much of Candice apart from what yeah. I saw last week. But cool. Um, well, she's the one that uses her hair. I I want to say like it, it must be a fake weave, like a thing, a long black hair there. But uh, so that's next week. Candice versus Belair. The women's division kind of needs to fix itself now because we've lost. Everyone and everything yeah, really they quickly. Definitely need to build up some people. I and they're trying here. They, they did this episode. They showed so many little vignettes yeah. and stuff. And Bianca Belair could be like a Sasha Banks. Like, For sure, she reminds me a lot of like a sure. younger Sasha Banks. And she's like, she's she's Jack. She's yeah. huge. She's I like stuff I've seen from her. So I would like to see more. Uh, our next matchup here it is Heavy Machinery versus Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli. Um, Tucker Knight from Heavy Machinery looks in way better shape than I've seen him before. Their gear looks a little bit better. Everything here looks cool. Um, the match here is just basically a big, a lot of brawling in the beginning. There's the double power slam collider thing that they do on Tino and Riddick. They do this thing where both members of Heavy Machinery have both of the other guys down and they stand up on them and start posing like Hulk Hogan, which, like... They're heavy. <laughs> how, do you not do, how does how does that work? Because whenever we uh, are talking about wrestling to other people, 
And um, people always ask us like, oh, like you guys watch wrestling. Like, doesn't that hurt? Like, doesn't, doesn't it, doesn't it, isn't it fake or, or does it hurt? Does it actually hurt the guys? Do they get hurt? And w- I remember we were having a conversation about um, the, the Finn Balor stomp off the top yeah. with someone at a bar because they're like, how does that not kill that person? <laughs> does that not hurt that person? And I, I'm wondering here how heavy machinery can just stand on top of someone on their chest or stomach and just pose like that. Um, but that being said, someone from Impact just yesterday or the other day got like seriously, seriously injured from a, a taking a, a 630, the, the same move Ricochet does, right. like really badly got injured. So it does, things do happen, but... Uh, they stand on top of him here. Um, the crowd here at Full Sail chant, Sheenery, Sheenery. Um, the crowd is hot for heavy machinery here. I, don't I really like I think Otis Dozovich is awesome. Yes, sure. Uh, his, again, his facial expressions are just ridiculous. He's like an 80s wrestler. They, they both seem like, yeah, like 80s wrestlers. Or back in the UK, you'd have these weird, like, all-star American wrestling tribute shows where you have some dude dresses Kane and they were terrible. Oh, that sounds so Um, bad. But they remind me of those sort of guys who would just come out, be heavy and like pose. Wait, so these guys can actually wrestle and can actually go. You go to a show and the show is other people pretending to be other wrestlers. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, but you'd be a kid and you'd be like, wow, I just saw Kane. Okay, And it's just some guy in a mask. (laughs) Um, They're, like, this was back when there was no wrestling in the UK fair um, okay. now there's so much and I um, I know it's because a lot of these wrestlers were like sure what the fuck is this <laughs> um, but yeah you'd I'd always see these guys you say 80s wrestlers like just big fat dudes who, yeah these guys are bigger but um, these these can go and I didn't I don't know if you heard Otis on the ring apron was just yelling the whole time he yells he, all he the goes, time he goes yeah grab the headlock squeeze it <laughs> He's always um, yelling at it. He's yelling. really funny. <laughs> he's, he sounds like he's like, uh, he's, I don't, he's always like, gra- like, not, I want to say he's like some Muppet or something. Cause he's always like, rah, rah, get him. Yeah. Squeeze him. Yeah. It's like, what, what are you talking about? Um, Riddick Moss fights back, hits a back suplex on Dozovich and tags in Tucker or sorry, Tucker Knight gets in somehow. And Tucker Knight is big. He's a tall, tall man. And he hits a huge standing drop kick, sending Riddick Moss into his corner. And as he goes to tag in his partner, Tino Sabatelli, um, he dips on him. He drops down from the apron and he says, nope, I'm done with you. And he walks off, leaving him, leaving Riddick Moss all by himself, shocked and, and hurt. And this is where he runs into a double arm, belly to belly by Tucker Knight. They then tag in. And he, they hit the compactor, which is like the assisted falling world's strongest slam kind of double team there. And Heavy Machinery wins this tag team match. And this is where they grab the microphone in a, in a twist of things to come. And the first thing that comes out of their mouths is War Raiders. And then instantly I was like, oh, okay, you have my attention now. He says, War Raiders, you have come here in NXT, you attacked us, well guess what, we ain't taking it. We're going to find you. We're going to raid all the buffets and take all the steaks. We're going to raid all the gyms and lift all the weights. We are coming for war. This was the best heavy machinery has ever looked. 
I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and that should be a fun match. I I don't want it to just be a squash. Obviously, I would assume War Raiders are going over in that feud. Yes. Um, but that could be a really fun match. Now, we made fun of War Raiders uh, on this show last, last week. The name of them. Because I'm a huge fan of War Machine War Raiders. But if Heavy Machinery versus War Raiders... If if War Raiders beat Heavy Machinery, can they now have the name War Machine back? Because I feel like maybe War Machine isn't allowed to say that because we have Heavy Machinery. You can't have two machines. No, that makes a lot of sense. So the winner of this match better get to keep the name Machine in their tag name. Or you could have them team up. Wow, a stable? And be the Heavy Raiders. Wow, the Heavy Raiders. That sounds amazing. (laughs) That sounds lit. That should be what's going to happen. Undisputed Era, when Bobby Fish is back to, back to being full fully healed, we'll get the... What did you call it? Heavy Raiders. Heavy Raiders. In war games. Wow. Take my money. You just booked <laughs> NXT for the next yep, year. that's the next year. Done. Wow. Wow. Um, the split. I think this is death for the two of them. Yeah. Um, neither are popular enough. Tino could maybe have a bit of a heel singles run. I no because he's EC3 light. Yeah, and and Riddick Moss like no one cares. So he's not going to have any sympathy. Um I this is going to be a one and done and forgotten about and I don't think we're going to see much of them unfortunately. Yeah, I, I this team is uh this this tag team of Riddick and and Sabatelli here. They're very much so like the 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 live touring tag team. Like they're the heels that go and have the matches, the live shows that you don't see on the the network every week. You we've seen them tons and tons and tons on NXT TV, but usually they're jobbing out or whatever. But yeah, they're they're done now. So it's like now we just have two jobbers instead yeah. of a, a, a kind of a, a tag team that was kind of there to to fill in gaps. Now we're just two extra guys. So. I don't know where I see either of these guys going because I like you. I don't care. No, <laughs> I don't I care at all. Really don't care. <laughs> like it's... I barely know their names. So yeah, it's, like, uh, it's interesting, but we'll see. Maybe something will happen. Um, we go to a vid- vignette video package here of some of the NXT women's roster here, and it's all short clips of them <laughs> explaining why they hate Shayna Baszler. Essentially, it's everyone's talking down to. To Shayna Baszler, including your your love of your life, uh, Kyrie. Yeah, and they subtitled her. Yeah, and she was speaking English. Yeah, that was a little weird. And uh, her English wasn't bad. Apparently, well, you said her English is good. You've yeah, heard her. like so. So I I was like, why are they subtitling her? Uh, yeah, don't know. Yeah, it just uh, seemed a bit odd. Um, <laughs> well. Uh, we'll see what happens. They're really teased. They're trying to. They're trying to amp up the the women's division simply because we like lost every everyone. Um, someone we didn't lose is backstage now being interviewed. Dakota Kai in a hoodie. But did you see what was under? She was wearing a progress shirt. Yes, she was. She looked like she was dressed um, with her hair like she had like black jet black hair, but kind of like an emo kid style. Mm. And and Dakota Kai is like a, a really. Really cute, good looking, and, and I I love her work as well. I think she's a great wrestler, I, and I'm happy to see her more and more on NXT because I think she needs to get evolved. I think she, I'm not, I'm trying not to be like, I think she needs to grow up a bit. I feel like she, her character will develop, her her skills will develop, and she could become a really good bright star in in WWE NXT or whatever. But she just looked like someone who's just 
in line for My Chemical Romance, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> completely. Um, yeah, I I agree. In a uh, progress. She's though. lost the cutesiness she, about her. Well, maybe that was on purpose because here the interviewer uh, is like, hey, like, you're all shaken up by, by Shayna Baszler. She's been, been bullying the women's division. She's been bullying you. Like, what's going on? So I think that's why she's this, this interviewer. She's like all like quiet and emo and, and like sad because she's secretly getting bullied. This is like workplace harassment level board. Like, this is crazy. And I wrote, this is weird. And the interviewer says, you know, what are your thoughts on Shayna Baszler? And Dakota guy, Dakota Kai says, um, I, I just, I just want to forget that the whole thing happened. Um, let's just pretend it didn't happen. I, it doesn't, it's okay. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It was weird. It's weird. I, I was like, why is she playing a scared child? Because she, she's um, going to get beat up. She's going to get chewed now, up. I could see maybe coming out of this that she ends up being Shayna's, like... Assistant? Or, like... Yeah, friends. kind of. Because she's so scared of her, she ends up hey, that's joining her because she doesn't want to get killed by her. Which I don't think's the right place for her. Maybe that that might not be where they're going, obviously, but... It was just strange. I don't. I don't like because Shane has not done much to her yet. No, no, she just did yet. that speech in yeah, the locker room, there wasn't... and she's shitting herself over it. And yeah, I, I don't like that in wrestlers. It's like when Bailey didn't want to use a kendo stick against Alexa, and you're like, well, "You're a fucking wrestler. Your job is to hurt <laughs> yes. someone." Yes, this is where like, I get, this and is... this is where I get really wound up. Yeah, this is. I love. I love women's wrestling, uh, and I've been watching NXT since the the beginning of it. I, I, going back to Bailey, Sasha, the the Charlotte matches we've seen all through NXT. I don't like that in wrestling. No. I don't like the the Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax, like. Uh, girly stuff. I know the Iconics that have uh, mm. now you know, shown up on SmackDown, they do the whole like, uh, da, 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 like the annoying thing. It works for them because their, 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 their character is that, like they're yeah. evil mean girls. But like when it comes to like, I hate that. Oh, they just want to bring smiles to faces wanna, and have fun. Happy. Well, join the circus. Yeah. Like, like this is, this is, this you want to win. I watch wrestling because you know, when we were younger, we watched people fight each other and beat each other up and maybe bleed and fight and swear each other out. And now it's like, Oh, let's be friends and hug. And, and it's like, mm, that's not why I watch this show. I watch, this is why uh, people branch out into the Indies and stuff like that. But that being said, here is Dakota Kai. Wearing a progress shirt, so it's like we can't win. We we can't hate on her at the same time. Um, I want to see her I wrestle. Mean, more I think much. she played it very well. Um, like her, I didn't have any problem with the way she was playing it. She got exactly across what she was directed to do, which is be terrified of Shayna Baszler. I just I find it weird. Um, yeah, she I think like she should have maybe Shayna should have killed someone like beforehand. To like make us scared, yeah, she or knows beat her coming. up. The, the, this, exactly. Instead of this interview being this week, we should have had maybe Dakota Kai like, like Shayna steal her lunch money or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, this is what's going. Well, I mean, Shayna Baszler comes out here and interrupts this interview. She says, "Look at me, hey, look at me. You, you travel, you traveled, you moved across the world to become a professional wrestler to sign with NXT. It was your dream." Well, guess what? A women's division run by me is a nightmare. And she walks away. Yeah, I think it would have been more uh, more efficient if she was like, hey, 
Uh, I'm short a few dollars. Give me a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got in that? It's a nice progress shirt. Did you pay the, the shipping on that? Let me take that from you. What are you doing with that? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Dakota Kai and Shayna Baszler as a team? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, if Dakota Kai stays as the emo, my chemical romance character, maybe it'll work. I don't know. Was it you that we got an argument this week about a My Chemical Romance song? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I think, I mean, I don't know much about My Chemical Romance. I know a few songs from back in the day when emo music was popular. But Black Parade is the best My Chemical Romance song. Well, and I say Famous Last Words. It's, okay. it's an anthem. It's so, you know it. I think you know Black it. Parade is, is a more of an anthem. Like emo kids everywhere. It's, I mean, they're both songs that if they come on at Sneaky D's, I lose my shit. Okay, like, okay, so maybe I do know it. Yeah. Okay. Have I lost my shit to this song? I, I, would, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Um, well, we'll get back to you on that. We'll see what people think. Uh, tweet us <laughs> at the Bray D, at Davey Portman. Uh, we'll see uh, what people think about my chemical romance. We'll play it at the end of the show. Um, we then go to a vignette here. For NXT's finest. Wait a second. Hold on a second. This just hit me. NXT's EST. NXT's finest. So are they saying that Kona Reeves is also NXT's EST? (laughs) The finest. He says, I have the finest smile, the finest jewelry, and the finest hair. Kona Reeves coming soon to NXT. This has to be like a rib. Like, yeah, I think so. He needs to brush his teeth. He totally, he, he totally does. He totally does. And then he brings up his smile. And yeah. I'm like, That's why I think And this is coming from a Brit. And we <laughs> like, <laughs> we're notorious for our awful teeth. <laughs> you didn't just say that. <laughs> you have lovely teeth. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, I feel like Kona Reeves, we're going to have these vignettes where he's like acting Mr. Cool, jewelry, hair, the, blow, the, the blowing of the wind in the hair. And when he finally debuts, Velveteen Dream comes back and beats him up. Because Velveteen Dream was not mentioned on this episode at all. Yeah. And last week. So, I feel like, that, I feel like it's a ripoff of his character. Yeah. I, like, I think it could be quite fun. It you definitely know, could be you fun. You know those guys who... Uh, did you ever watch The League? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, what's his name? Paul, Paul Shear? Is that his name? Okay. You know the losers who always just dress like, wear a funky hat or whatever and try sure. and dress cool and it just doesn't suit them <laughs> and it's funny? Yes, okay. And you're just like, dude, what are you wearing? That's me. I think that, <laughs> I think that could be quite fun with Kona Reeves. Whereas John Morrison looks cool wearing No, color. I don't think so. That's my issue with John. Do I, I used to, when I was like... 1617 and John Morrison was probably still Johnny Nitro. I was like, oh, look at this guy. He's so cool. And like, look, he's got the girl. He's got a tag. He's cool. And then as I started getting older and older, I'm like, this guy's lame as hell. This guy's <laughs> got like long hair. He, I'm a huge Jim Morrison fan. I'm yeah. obsessed with Jim Morrison. And at first I was like, oh, cool. He's going to do like, he's, he's using Doors lyrics and like weird things. He was what Velveteen Dream was kind of becoming too. And then he didn't get funny or cool. He just became the Genetti to The Miz. And then The Miz became WWE Champion. So this, yeah, I don't know if it works like that. Kona Reeves. He's got us talking. And that's, and from feedback last Listen, week, he's got people talking. Kona so. Reeves is the greatest thing to happen in NXT <laughs> ever. Uh, the, Kona Reeves is another guy going to the, the Sabatelli Moss thing. He's a guy who's on like every show where they tour. Yeah. He's always in the matches. And usually like he's fighting. I think when NXT came here, I think it was, was it Aleister Black versus Kona Reeves? I don't remember now, but yeah, he's always, always. Is he's, he related to The Rock? 
I'm kind of being serious. Like he's Samoan, right? Uh, no, I think he's Hawaiian. Yeah, I think he's from Hawaii. Is he? All right. I don't know. We'll figure this out. I feel like in the Cruiserweight Classic, they kind of. I don't know everyone's related to the rock. <laughs> he's gonna show up in Rampage oh. Two. There is gonna be a Rampage Two. Right? I bet. Well, you got the rat. The rat. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers, <laughs> but there's the rat. So, uh, yeah. Well, Conor Reeves, I feel like is just gonna be a NXT champion soon. It's Alistair Black, watch out because we have a new huge superstar here. We go to another video package of the women who hate Shayna Baszler. And it has Candice LeRae in here, Bianca Belair, uh, Lacey Evers, uh, all the all the kind of newer faces here in the women's division. Um, I much would have, I would have liked to see Shayna Baszler in a squash match against one of, like maybe have her against Dakota Kai instead of having all these vignettes kind of thing. Well, they're building that for like a mini. I guess. Program, I think. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I just too many vignettes where I'm just like, okay, let's just like. I mean, see Shayna. Shayna hasn't really. Imp- I don't like her that much. She's kind of like. I I think she's right as champion right now. I think sure. it's good to have a scary heel, have her run through people for a good few months, um, build up the rest of the division. One of the I, I don't I didn't write who says it, but one of because it's going to clips and interview style of different uh, wrestlers here who are like talking against Shayna Baszler, and I I don't know who it was, but they're like, hey uh, Shayna, you're just here because you're riding the coattails of your famous friend. Ronda Rousey, mm. which I thought was bars. Whoever said that, good stuff. That, yeah, I didn't know that Veronica something. I can't. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, was it her that said that? Uh, I, I, I haven't seen much of her. Yeah, I, I we haven't well, seen I haven't much seen of any. Yeah, we haven't seen much of any of these these women unless you do go to these NXT live shows. But on TV or network, I guess whatever you want to call it, we don't see these people, so they're very new characters. To us, so we need to kind of see them being used, or else I kind of don't know what's going on. Like. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of Shayna squash matches. I soon. just looked up Kona Reeves. He was trained by Afa. Oh. So. There's some Samoan. So, there's some connection there. Wow. But yeah, he's from Hawaii. Damn. That sounds all right. Kona Reeves. Uh, he probably hates Shayna Baszler, too. Um, we get an announcement for next week. Another matchup that is announced. TM61 versus the Street Profits. So, um, I forgot about TM61 completely. <laughs> I'm sorry uh, to all the Aussie uh, fans and listeners, but like, TM61. They're really good as well. They used to be, but right? They, and it Someone... felt like when they were bringing them back, they gave them that like long vignette, like, which they, was interesting. And then they just. And then done, lost. Done. Out. Uh, yeah. What have you done for me lately, TM61? Uh, I'm kind of done with you guys. Sorry. Maybe they'll, come, maybe they'll have a comeback. With uh, their match, what in Toronto? Like what? A year, over a year ago, the Shock Age. Yeah, match. like that good. actually was pretty good. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I have hope for TM sixty one. It still is just a name of a Pokemon like thing. It's from like yeah, the uh, effects like or something. Fly or, or <laughs> cut. Or break a brick wall. Well, if they don't, if they don't have any good matches in the near future, they might get cut because mm. I'm kind of done. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Roddy also announced for next week but here we go to our main event of the evening Johnny Gargano versus Aleister Black for the NXT Championship now Johnny Gargano comes out without his wife uh, and while he's on the entrance ramp oh my god <laughs> Tomasa Ciampa comes out and beats him up during his entrance 
I I don't read ahead, and oh my god, I'm so mad at Chavo again, <laughs> dude. This guy is like god level heel. How do you get someone who we watch a lot of wrestling, and when you watch a lot of wrestling, most of the time you can kind of call things and predict things of what's gonna happen. Maybe this will happen. Maybe that will happen. <sighs> I did not expect this. I, I thought that was the end of the feud, and <laughs> all I. And all I can think now is they must be building to something bigger. I don't know like, what you do I, with this. All that came... like I, This might be crazy, but we haven't seen it on NXT. You've, they've already had a, like, no-holds-barred match. Yes. Or a sanctioned match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell in a Cell? I guess, honestly. Like, like I can't see anything else sort of... Like, that's the ultimate blow-off match. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they could do a Last Man Standing or something like that, which I'm True. never that much of a yeah. fan of, but... This, this is crazy. Continuing. Oh, a hundred percent. I had a feeling it was. I had a feeling it was. I had a feeling it was. It was, their last match was just too good. The story, but the story has been going on for so long, and now it's like coming full circle. Um, so Chamba, <laughs> he's wearing like tape on his face because he's he was injured in that that yeah. match. But it's kind of looking like Johnny Gargano's logo thing with the eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought at first it was like an eye patch because he's yeah. got this Blackbeard pirate thing going on. Yeah, yeah. He looks. So, he, it was definitely like some tape for his face because his face got fucked up in that match. Yeah. But he attacks Johnny Gargano in the entrance on the ramp. He uh, is also wearing a Johnny Wrestling t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so even funnier, he's beating on Johnny. He throws him into the announce table. This is where Morrow, Percy, Nigel, they all, di- or Nigel's not there. They all disappear. So there's no commentary for the rest of this. Now, they're fighting on the announce table and Ciampa's trying to go for his air raid crash thing. But Johnny fights out of it, super kicks him off the table, then jumps off, cross bodies him. Um, now, this is where Johnny has the, the offense and he's fighting back, but Ciampa, the, the, the damn heel that he is, low blows Johnny Gargano, and then the crowd chants, you tapped out, they're booing him. Full Sail is livid here, because they, I think they got, this. it was a surprise attack for me, because I'm like, are you serious? This guy's such a dick, like, leave him alone. And also, they think they're going to see but you, the Black Flag You just Gargano, took away this match. Yeah. Awesome. Your, your heel is so good. Like, on a kayfabe level, you're amazing. And, like, like outside of that, you're so good at being a bad guy, because I hate you right now. And he, he does his running knee to the face into Johnny, sending his head into, like, one of those side monitor boards... Uh, which, you know, sends it into sparks and it's glitching and everything. Really cool effect. Uh, full sale students, whoever was in charge of that. <laughs> good good on you there. Um, Tommy Entertainment then does his air raid crash off the stage through two tables that were just randomly there. And kills Johnny Gargano. The crowd in Full Sail is so, so sad. They're upset. They're booing. They're booing. And this is uh, where Johnny Gargano's wife comes out and she's crying she's like johnny just just stay still as uh doctors and referees come they they finally get champa to leave they put johnny on a stretcher and they're they're loading him in and canis is crying the crowd is doesn't know what to do the the ref's throwing up x's it's a very somber moment here in full sail and uh the cameras are following as johnny is being loaded onto like a stretcher with wheels they are rolling him out of full sail. They're going down uh, uh, the hallway through the back there in uh, in the area. They're going to the outside. 
Um, he's bleeding. Johnny Gargano has been busted open. He looks like he's dead. Um, as they are rolling him past like locker rooms and stuff, they are outside in the parking lot in the trucks, and they're loading Johnny into an ambulance. And as they do, Alistair Black is seen walking by, watching what is going on. And also, Cassius Ono is there in his uh, in his uh, shirt there for uh, Steely, I believe. Uh, John tweeted that out. Uh, good catch there. And, and and they both watch as, as Johnny is being loaded onto the back of this Life Alliance hospital, and he's he, he he's driven away. Johnny Gargano is taken to the nearest medical facility in uh, Winter Garden, Orlando, Florida. Here, and as the camera kind of pans out and zooms out here. Fucking Tomasa Champa is on top of the NXT production truck, waving like the queen or something, saying bye. What a cunt! What the fuck? Can you say that? I can't. But like, I like to anyone. Uh, we've gotten complaints on this show because people are like, "Come on, I try to listen to this with my kids." Sorry, if I ever get to use that word, it's for Tomasa Champa. Like, dude is a terrible, terrible human being. How can you do this? How can you do this? What do you? This segment, yeah, was I, so it good. was great. It was great. And Gargano, I think, is the best yes. in wrestling. Period. At selling. playing dead, yeah, selling. He yeah. manages to make his eyes look glazed, like he looks. Damn. He looks concussed, and he. D- that's what I loved about that Gargano match, uh, the Almas match. Yes, so much, yes, is yes. He yes. looks dead, and I think. <laughs> Yeah, he's just got a real skill at that. So, he's dead. Also, Alistair Black, what's Mm -hmm. he doing outside? He's got a match. He should be in his coffin, ready to come out. (laughs) Like, it's... Like, he should be in the wings, or gorilla, whatever you call it. I thought about this. I'm like, if if Alistair Black, like... Is the the champion we all think he is the the good guy he is? Wouldn't he have like helped? Helped. Him? I I was thinking the same but, thing. But but maybe you don't want to get involved in certain things. Like hey, maybe I'll let you guys deal. You guys have been fighting for a long time. It's really personal. It's all this. Maybe I don't want to get involved. That's how I see it. Um, but this whole this part of it, this whole thing was amazing. Yeah, this was so good. This was one of the best things I've seen in NXT ever because it. Totally got me. I was like, "Are you kidding me? You're doing this again? You're killing your him again? You... Wow! I don't even know. This was great. The only other way I could see it going is maybe a three way for the title. Yes, yes. Um, well, we can explain this because we here we are making fun of Alistair Black. Well, as soon as um, it cuts from Champa waving while he's standing outside in the middle of the night waving goodbye to Johnny Gargano. It cuts back to ringside, in full sail, in the arena, and Aleister Black comes down to the ring, and he grabs a microphone, and he says, Tomasa Ciampa, by eliminating my competition, you... And this is where Sanity's music hits, and they come down to the ring, looking like a bunch of thugs, circus thugs, scary, creepy circus thugs is how I describe Sanity here. Eric Young... Comes down to the ring with all sanity. No Nikki, though. No Nikki Cross. He grabs a microphone. He goes, listen, Alistair Black. Johnny Gargano provided hope. Chaos took that hope away. And out of chaos, we will find greatness. 
Out of chaos, we will find sanity. Out of chaos... And Alistair cuts him off and says, Are you looking for this? <laughs> then let's just do it already. So we now have an impromptu match of Alistair Black versus Eric Young for the NXT Championship right now on NXT. Eric Young looking in some of the best shape he's ever ever looked because, you know, he's getting ready for that SmackDown run. And you got to look... We haven't Fine. seen him for ages. Yeah, we haven't really seen him. Like, I feel since War Games. Yeah, was, probably. Like, we yeah. haven't really seen a great deal of him. Uh, I love Eric Young so much. I've followed him for so, so long. Uh, I used to have to... You couldn't get TNA back in the day, like, on, on TV a lot, so you would have to find it online. And back then, like, finding things online was a little harder. And then when they got the Spike deal, you had to stay up till like, midnight or 2 a.m. But I always, always used to, because I loved Team Canada, and I loved Eric Young. Don't fire Eric. And it's just good to see him in an NXT championship match. Um, they they do a, Eric is basically just like grounding uh, Black here. He's not doing super super much. Uh, he goes to the outside and Black does his moonsault flip into the cross-legged meditation thing, whatever you call it, the cadaver or whatever. Um, Eric Young quickly goes back in to try to kick him while he's sitting. But Alistair does his kick up and ducks the kick. This guy is uh, very like flexible. How does he do all these kick ups and flips for his size and age? I'd say he's very, very much in shape. Um, Wolf gets up on the apron and distracts Black, and Eric manages to lock in his dirty-looking hanging dragon sleeper, and then a rude awakening neckbreaker. But Black kicks out. Eric hits a palm strike, but then gets. Uh, returned by a crazy high knee flipping Eric inside out. There's a fury of insane strikes. Uh, roll through kick, the moonsault, uh, cubrata, cadaver, whatever you call it. Um, there's some sort of a, a crucifix roll through by Black, but Eric Young counters it into a Death Valley driver. Only a two count. Part of me thought, wow, is Eric Young going to win the NXT Championship here? Didn't happen. Uh, Eric gets uh, tossed onto the apron, but lands on his feet, tries to get back into the ring, and as he does, bing, bang, boom, church is in session, Black Mass connects, killing him. Jesus, that was a Black Mass. And Aleister Black pins him. That was in so interesting. This whole thing, transition of that crazy thing we just saw, and then this match was great. Um, but after the match, Sanity runs in and they try to attack Alistair and he black masses them all. He just kicks them all in the face and then stands tall with the NXT championship. Damn. And that's it. The logo fades off. And then uh, Champa... No. <laughs> tomato champion still just waits. <laughs> Did you call him tomato champion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, what a... What a... What a series of events here. Um... Good show. Yeah, a lot I happened. thought so. Yeah, um, a lot makes you wonder now. Where do they go with a lot of things? To me, this was the write-off for Sanity. Yeah, um, Nikki Cross obviously going to stay here in NXT, which is cool. I think she can improve here by herself on her own. But as far as Sanity, they're going to SmackDown. They're going to be there. The chaos and all that stuff, um, and them losing is fine. Doesn't matter. They're going to the main title, uh, main roster. But yeah, Aleister Black versus Johnny Gargano versus Tomasa Champion. You got me saying it now. Damn it. What did I say? Um, yeah, I, I mean, you've got... I assume we're going to see Gargano Black at some point, seeing that we were meant to have it tonight. 
Yeah. Um, do we... Yeah, I as I said, I can only see them going either a three-way or... And it's a while till the next one. It's... Is it June, Chicago? Yeah, the next one is Takeover Chicago, which is the same weekend as the Money in the Bank. Oh, okay. It's in Chicago. Right. So what do you think? Um, I th- I kind of don't want a three-way. I would like to see another, as I said, like a cell match or something. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that makes more sense. But then what do you do with Black? Because he, he, he wasn't... Black's got no one really at the moment, has he? And... So I guess I guess And that's quite a while away. Yeah. It's it's we're we're recording this in April twenty sixth, and the next the takeover is like in June, it's a few months. But I mean you could build it, but I feel Gargano's gonna be off TV for a while. I think that's (laughs) him being written off. He he should. He shouldn't be back next week. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um He just died. He just died. Um, he was... That was... As Moro said it, when he finally got back on commentary, he was like, that was the most disgusting attack we've ever seen in NXT. Pos- quite possibly, yeah, because he's just so mean. And we've got Candice LeRae against uh, Bianca Belair yeah, next, next week. week. So you could still have... You could just have... What's Tommaso the champion in the audience just waving away at Candice. Yeah, like, I was going to say, what's the next her? thing here? Because Ciampa now has to, like, be really, like... Sadistic and evil to his wife, Johnny's wife. Now I think just be creepy. Yeah, like just no. be, be in the crowd. The shot of him on the truck waving was like scary. It was. Like, yeah, I've already seen gifs of it. It's kind of Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if just... someone has the gif of Champa on the truck, uh, send it to us on Twitter because it's amazing. Um, yeah, I feel like now he's going to torment Johnny's wife. He's going to be like, "Oh, hey, uh, while you're in the hospital or at home, your wife is here. So am I." And then like he's just being a total, total creeper. Yeah. That's a great angle. Um, but but is the next level th- that he attacks her? Because like <laughs> I don't think he has to. You are yeah. He doesn't need to. You're um, already the, the the meanest guy. Just go DDP on her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like just uh, maybe he'll get like a, a a counterpart where he can they can fight. I don't need. I, it. He I don't need, need that. anyone. No, no. I I think you're right. I think just being the creep is is enough. Gargano can be off for a month. I feel easily, easily. Um, yeah. And then come back to have that maybe return match against Black on TV, or you Champa screws up again, or Champa three way. Champa gets the title match against Black in within a month or whatever. Yeah, and that's when Gargano returns to stop that or something along those lines. And then yeah, maybe it does set up a, a three way match. That it it makes the most sense. I feel still sounds good, but another match between Gargano and Ciampa would be good too but I feel like the blow up the, the payoff from that last match was the be- like the best yeah. it, was, it was one of the best matches we've ever seen so it's just like where do you go from that now you've already done it so yeah I wouldn't mind maybe the the three way match between the three because I just don't see where Black goes next but this was great this was so so good the, the, the attack here from Ciampa to Gargano setting up some Weird match at the end with Eric Young. I loved everything about this. This is why I, uh, this is why I used to really like wrestling when they really get you. I mean, uh, of course, it's because I'm not reading spoilers. But when he came out and attacked Gargano, I lost my shit. I'm yelling at my TV like, "Are you kidding?" I'm la- I'm like half laughing because I'm like, "Wow!" He, is- and he did it before the logo. Did- he did he it. He needs before a T-shirt the- off the logo. <laughs> <laughs> he he's wearing his uh, Johnny Gargano shirt, but he needs the because he's on Twitter. He's been calling himself uh, Tommy Entertainment, and he needs the one that's like mocking the other. I want the Blackheart one. 
I the want black heart one's cool because it's really cool. He's he's just a prick on uh, on social media as well. Project Champa, like all he does is just troll Johnny Gargano. Um, he's just really funny. Well, I, I can't wait to see where that goes. I really, really enjoyed that that angle here. Um, go check it out because, like, I'm on I'm on Champa's Twitter right now, and he's like, "Hey, remember that time Candice LeRae cried? I remember." And then there's a gif of him waving. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god, what a prick! Just a terrible human being. Um, ah, it's so good to see this feud. Um. Let's see if anyone left some feedback to see what they thought of this show. Um, I can read all of them since I have the computer here. Let's go. And you can post feedback every week. Uh, we'll have it up Wednesdays when NXT is airing, but we will try to record uh, maybe Thursdays. So forum.postwrestling.com, forum.postwrestling.com. Also on Twitter, at the Bray D and at Davey Portman. We will uh, reply to those as well. Let's go to Jalen from Pickering. Jesus effing Christ, I love NXT. This was 10 for 10 for me. Heavy machinery are growing on me. They cut a good promo. And the posing on top of their opponents was great. Reintroducing the women was smart. And that angle was godly. Move over Thanos. Chiampa is the best supervillain around. (laughs) Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. For real, he's got a question. What should be the stipulation for their second match? I think a number one contender's ladder match would work. Mm. As I said, I'd like CSL. Um, what? You can't... That's the biggest match you can do. And they've already had... They already did the unsanctioned, so it's just like... I don't... Ladder match could be cool. Do you do a match where they have a, they fight each other, and then the winner of that match has to wrestle a second match against Black? That's in the same night yeah but that's uh, I don't know because if that were to happen I'd want to see Gargano win both matches I'm sorry but like yeah. that's got and Black kind of gets buried there unless hey maybe they're mo- they, maybe they realize that Gargano is the, the true biggest baby face and maybe Black isn't as big as they thought he would be I don't know I don't know what, what's going on but I don't so I don't need to see a ladder match between Gargano. I and mean Tom. that could be a way if you are building to a three way, you could do a ladder match and sort of a double grab fall off thing. If it, sure, sure. Um, we have just seen a ladder match though. Um, yeah, yeah. We've got another ladder match yeah. this Friday. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think a ladder match is the right way. Maybe a last man standing, last man standing. a cell, a, ca- a cage, something, yeah. something v- more violent. I don't know. They won't do blood match first. They blood. do like doing their first evers, and that's why I'm kind of feeling a cell, possibly. Yeah, hey, and also it's Money in the Bank weekend. You're not going to do a ladder match. Yes, true. Because you're going to have two, three, four possible ladder matches if you've got both women. Both. Yeah, true. They do the women's now. Yeah, I think they'll only do one men's and one women's, but. <laughs> What, uh, across both brands? Yeah, yeah, that's how it And I then imagine. the winner can, yeah, cash whatever. That's, that's interesting. I kind of like a three-way idea now because it's like you really don't know. Because then I'd want Ciampa to win. Because that would just be, oh, oh I love, ba- like, it, the reason I like wrestling is bad guys so much. Like, I used to be obsessed with comic books when I was a kid. And then I realized wrestling is the same thing because it's just villains. Mm. And that's why I always have mentioned Edge as my favorite because... He would be my favorite guy because he would just do such terrible, terrible things, and it makes you want to watch. You love to hate him, and, I, and Ch- Champa is is at, is maybe surpassing that level just because of all the things he's been doing. He's been fantastic, and I kind of want to see him as champion. But and, I don't know. and he's doing there's something like 
in acting, you're always told, don't be afraid to look ugly. Because sure. it's real. Okay. And and that's exactly what he's done. Like, he doesn't give a shit. He <laughs> looks awful. He's got tape on his face. <laughs> but it just makes him that much more evil. <coughs> I guess, but... He's a, he's not an ugly looking dude. Maybe. No, like, not ugly, but he's, he's like, scary looking. He's, he looks creepy he in that shot creepy. of him like on the his truck. Head, his beard is wild. Like, yeah, wildly. His eyes are kind of sunken in and, like... Sure. His skin's a bit yellow. Like, he... <laughs> Because he's been, he's been like going nuts over Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Like he's just focusing on that. So he's really taken to this part, <laughs> realistically. Um, Omri from Israel, he says he loved the Dakota Kai angle of her being traumatized by Shayna to the point where she can't confront her. This is going to be a long-term story, and I'm already in love with it. I understand why they did the attack by Champa before the match, but I hoped we could wait for the rematch a bit longer. Nonetheless, that was great. And the shot of Champa on the truck waving goodbye was awesome. He says, with what seems to be Sanity's write-off, who do you think is going to be next challenger for Black? Okay, assume we're not doing a three-way. Sure. Um, Cole's got the title. Who else have you got on the heel side? I don't know. Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves. Uh, like, you're Dream? not going to do the Dream match again. Not this soon. Yeah. Um, EC3, maybe? Ugh. Doesn't sound that great. Possibly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. No, I, I don't know, but... it's. I mean, you can do an EC3. You could do a Lars on TV. You can do TV for a while. That's fine. Because having a champion, having title defenses on TV is always fun and stuff so it makes sense but yeah I don't know uh, I wish I hope to see good things with Sanity on the main roster I think I think Killian Dane will uh, go really far I, I'm a really big, especially after that ladder match at New Orleans like that dude is money but so is Eric Young um, so yeah we'll see uh, and let's go one more here Carlos from sunny Scotland first off it's great to hear a fellow Brit and long may you reign along with Braden Davey. Thank you. All right. I don't know what he just said. <laughs> Hello. Great show pushing storylines and quality matches. I feel a little worried Undisputed Era are getting over too much. Maybe they need to do some truly heelish acts. It's true. The crowd is very, like, they're into them because they're well, They're the cool NWO They're the cool heels, heels they? so they're not on the level of Chapa Heat. No, no one is, honestly. No one is on that level. Uh, he says he enjoys heavy machinery, but I give but give me the War Raiders match now. I like the women's promo against Baszler, and I take it they are starting a slow build for Dakota Kai as the new Bailey. He says Undisputed Era needs to be more heel. Take a bow, Tommy Entertainment. I don't think there is a better heel in the WWE. Good send off for Sanity in the main event and a fun promo from Eric Young. He's got a question: When? Can we see Adam Cole and Pete Dunne being kept away from Black and Ricochet, now just thrust into the Black program? So does the hint of Black Champa Gargano make sense? I'm in for a three-way to fight in the combination. Sorry, he he's saying those three is the combination he wants to see for the NXT title. Cheers, guys. Keep up the good work. Yeah, I don't know. You can't, I don't want to see Ricochet thrown in there. Ricochet needs a Not program yet. with someone else, I'd say. Ricochet, I yeah. feel like all these guys need to move on to... My main roster basically before he gets his time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a TV program or a TV match with The Dream and Black again. But then where does Dream really go from here? If he's not winning the NXT title, then he's kind of just stuck here. North American. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe do a UK title match. Uh, oh, but they're tied up with Unspewed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, really? he's kind of lost at the moment. Maybe a Kona Reeves <laughs> match is best for him. Kona Reeves with the <laughs> upset? Kona Reeves has been there for a while. He could, he could win it. He could hit the black mass. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I really feel like with the... Undisputed Era, British Strong Style, possibly feuding. The Gargano Champa storyline now going forward. Black is kind of the third wheel here. Uh, the third important. He's And he's the champion, so it's kind of just... It, I, but it's okay. It works for his character, though. Because I kind of feel yeah. like... Because he's this silent, serious guy. Yeah, and yeah. then there's these two kids squabbling. <laughs> and he's just like, alright, I'm champ. Yeah, like, I just want to fight people is what It's very... Doing. Yeah. It's very mind. like that WrestleMania 23 way where you had Triple H and Sean were the main story. Yes. And then you have this other guy who just wants to win the title. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, and you know what? I think I am sold on a, on a triple threat match. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Well, we'll see. Uh, and that's it. That's all the feedback we have. So that's it. We're done, Davey. Cool. You have anything else you'd like to say? Uh, quick greatest Royal Rumble of all time prediction. Oh, wow. Does the winner get to... Winner gets a huge fuck off trophy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jinder Mahal should win it. Jinder Mahal? No. Um, Rusev. He's gonna he's gonna lose in the casket match and then he's gonna show up in the rumble and win it all. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's very it's very interesting uh, show. Apparently, they're making so much money already off this show. Uh, I had an Uber driver just the other night from coming home when we went out the other night, and he told me he I, we were just talking not about wrestling. And uh, he started talking about, uh, you know, how he's traveled all over the world. And we started talking and he brought up to me, I didn't mention to him, he brought up to me that, hey, like, do you know, like they're doing this crazy giant like wrestling event in, and I'm like, really? Tell me about it. <laughs> and then we, I, I mentioned that I'm a fan and we started talking about it and he says, this is my Uber driver, uh, Daoud. No, Daoud was last week. This one was... Uh, Steve? Oh, probably. I, I told him I'd give him five stars, and I didn't do it yet, which I have to. I always have to give him the five stars. He uh, he said that like he doesn't watch wrestling, but like this is a big deal, and like he was gonna watch it with some of his family and friends. So it's it seems like it's giant. It's like WrestleMania all over again. Saudi mania. Yeah, essentially, it's really it's kind of cool. Uh, I mean, a lot of people are saying it's kind of being done for the wrong reasons, maybe because you know there's something to do with Trump or who knows what, but. Hey, it's just wrestling. I don't know. Let people watch wrestling. They've never done it there before, so. No. Why well, they only had their first cinema open last year? Wow, that's what? how like behind they are. Okay, being they've cinemas were banned from like the eighties. Jeez. Think. So when you look at it, that I hope I'd like to see it done to try and push progression there. Yeah. Like, okay, we don't have the women this time, but yeah, that's a that's an interesting. So yeah, that's strange. which is odd because I've I've performed in Dubai a lot. Okay, with shows with girls in, yeah, and it's the same. It's same law there, but Saudi's so much stricter, and so it's it's interesting because it I see it like well, if Dubai are letting female performers. Yeah, yeah. Why isn't Saudi... I mean, I, I don't know enough about it. Yeah, but me neither. I would hope it's done for... I mean, unfortunately, we know it's for money. 
definitely like, definitely for they're money. making a, a huge amount insane amount of money. um but it'd be nice if it's their way of trying to progress the country i mean there's another thing that's that's happening right now and it's triple h he did this whole press conference thing about this event and everything else but in this um he talked about having like uh territories all over the world mm. is something they wanted to do like 10 years ago and now they're going to try to redo it and they're using nxt on this and this is another topic actually we could talk before we leave is is they're going to do nxt in, in different countries now because they have this UK title, they have this North American title. They're gonna have a, a Saudi title. They're gonna have like a Brazilian championship. Are we gonna have NXT kind of brands, indie brands, where they they let these indie feds, if you will, wrestle and and create their own stars? And then WWE Triple H is just watching them as the puppet master, and then goes, "Oh, I like this guy. I'm taking him. Thank you. Oh, I'm taking this guy. Okay, cool. Thank you." They just own everything. It's, it's a good way of because the the UK Championship, although we don't see it on TV a lot, right, is right. defended a lot in yeah, the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree. Like, if you could get sort of the the US companies or like North Americans, yeah. so like Smash, get Adam Cole on a Smash show. Yeah, whatever. for Do you sure. Know what I mean? It's it's a good way of going back to the old school days where you had territories and traveling champions I think because then people will be like oh it's just another way for these wrestlers to make money I think it helps everyone like if uh, if you're wherever you are in the world and you have a local indie fed and all of a sudden they're like hey this person's coming to defend his WWE he's a superstar he's someone you watch on mm. shows you're probably gonna go see him yeah that's bringing business to that indie fed who maybe wouldn't get that business with other stars and or I mean we know they're working with them like Cassius Ono's just right. been announced for Superstar yes. Style 16 exactly so there it's something Triple H is clearly happy to do yeah because he knows it's going to better the business the better it's doing worldwide the better WWE does it's just very interesting because they're just trying to get everything from everywhere like all every country everywhere it's crazy uh, pro wrestling is obviously serious serious business <laughs> more serious than we thought um, so okay well, we'll see what happens with that. Maybe we'll have a Canadian championship. Well, we already have the North We're American. American. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> we'll see. Um, okay. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, postwrestling.com. You can go on iTunes. Give us a rating, a review. What's the What's the Android thing again? <laughs> uh, I use Podcast Addict. Oh, right. Stitcher. Um, oh, I am on Twitter and Instagram at the Bray D. Can the people find you? And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Davey Portman with an I E, not a Y. It's usually just us posting Instagram stories of us uh, singing karaoke and winning bacon and <laughs> winning bacon. That's it. Uh, thank you. Goodbye. Be safe. Ahoy! Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard to recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping for. Your hard to
recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.